0: Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Off The Beaten Podcast, the pod that takes an intimate look at the city of Chicago and its people. I'm Dion, your host, and this is episode 21 of our NAPOD Pomo journey down Western Avenue, the longest street in Chicago. So this episode, we're not going to talk at all about what is currently on this segment of Western Avenue, but what used to be here. So we're... (laughs) So make sure you have your Google Earth handy, though, because it'll give you an opportunity to kind of understand the area and, the you know, just how big of of a space we're talking about in this episode. So we're currently at the intersection of West Diversity Parkway and Northwestern Avenue, but we're going to mosey on up a half mile to the uh, Belmont Western intersection. Okay, so now we're at Belmont and Western. You'll notice the Chicago Police Department here on the northwest corner. Now, I want you to pull back in the Google Earth app and notice everything on the west side of the street from here up till Addison. Did you know there used to be an amusement park on this whole parcel of property? That is true. And we're going to talk about it in this episode. So let's go ahead and talk about Riverview Park. <music> Arc was an amusement park in Chicago, which operated from 1904 to 1967. It was located on 74 acres in an area bound on the south by Belmont Avenue, on the east by Western Avenue, and on the north by Lane Tech College Prep High School, which still exists uh, on the northern tip of this mile today, and on the west by the north branch of the Chicago River. It was located in the Roscoe Village neighborhood of Chicago's North Center community area as they exist today. So, according to the website Chicago Time Machine, uh, Riverview Park opened on July 2nd, 1904, as the German Sharpshooter Park, at the intersection of Belmont and Western Avenue. Targets were set up on an island in the north branch of the Chicago River, and deer roamed in its woods. But wives and children complained they had nothing to do while the men hunted. So, two years later, the owners commissioned a carousel, a spectacular, five-row wooden carousel with 70 horses, handcrafted by Swiss and Italian woodcarvers from the Philadelphia Tobaccon Coaster Company. That was the genesis of Riverview Park, which once claimed to be the world's largest amusement park and is now merely one of Chicago's most cherished memories. That carousel paved the way for a legendary roster of rides whose names alone can evoke waves of nostalgia. Among them, a free-fall parachute ride called the Pair O' Shoots, a Latin's Castle Funhouse, the Bob's Roller Coaster, and Shoot the Shoots. And when I say roller coasters, I mean exactly like what you'd see at Great America. Minus the steel coasters, these babies were all wood, and some of them were huge. <laughs> So why did the park close? Okay, so I had to turn to an old report from WBEZ's Curious City for some insight in answering this question, and I have included a link to that in the episode notes, so you can definitely give it a listen to hear some of the recollections of Riverview Park firsthand. In their research, it seems that the closing of the park ultimately came down to economics. However, there were some other forces at play at the time as well, uh, one of those being namely racial tensions, which in 2021 with everything going on that, you know, seems like, oh, we're still having those issues today. So those definitely jumped to the forefront of my attention when I was doing this research. So in doing the research on kind of the closing and some of the racial tension issues around the park, I uh, came across one report in which a former patron recalled being called the N-word in the park and said it was generally understood that when blacks left the park, they could not linger in the surrounding neighborhoods. African-Americans, he told, uh, got on the bus and went straight home. Uh, But it was, you know, pretty well known that inside the park, There might be some racial epithets thrown around. Um, And actually, that actually was a part of the actual park itself. Uh, One of the clear signs of racism at the park was an attraction called Dunk the Nigger, which was later named the African Dip. (laughs) Uh, The attraction was similar to (laughs) Dunk... It's one of those situations where you laugh or you cry, you know what I'm saying? so, um, the... I, I mean to me the, the just to fathom walking through an amusement park and seeing a sign that says dunk the you know dunk the nigger like you're like oh okay that's what we're doing today All right, Um, but the attraction was similar to dunk tanks you can still see at carnivals. Uh, Someone sits on a bench that's suspended above a pool of water, all while people throw balls at a target that, when hit, drop the person into the drink, right? Uh, What's notable about the Riverview version, though, is that the person being dunked was always African-American. And uh, several people... uh, Describe this attraction in the WBEZ report So definitely go back and check that out So you can hear like literally someone Who actually saw it with their own eyes Talking about it Um, The NAACP uh, (laughs) eventually succeeded In having the African dip closed down In the late 1950s But the park remained uh, a perceived flashpoint When it came to race Um, In 1966, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. visited Chicago During uh, the fire hydrant riots If you're not familiar with that term or that those events, definitely Google that and, you know, learn a little bit more about the Chicago history. Um, But uh, it was said that um, Mayor Richard J. Daly marked the occasion by shutting down Riverview for a few days out of fear that the park would be a site of trouble. However, historians mostly agree that the chief uh, reason for the closing of the park was economics. The park stood on precious land and eventually was sold to a development company. Uh, William B. Schmidt, the grandson of the original owner, William Schmidt, negotiated the final sale. Although the cost was never divulged, Schmidt told the Times News newspaper that his published estimate of $6.8 million was too low. So we know that it went for multi-million dollars. Uh, additionally, a third prong of the undoing of Riverview Park has long been held to be increased violence. However... According to author Victoria Walcott, uh, Uh, who was interviewed by WBZ. uh, She said that as the park became more integrated, Riverview gained a reputation for being seedy and dangerous. And then according to another historian, Chuck uh, Lodarsic, I hope that's a correct pronunciation, author of the book Riverview Gone But Not Forgotten, uh, who also used to do public talks about the park, said that multiple people approached him saying that they had a friend of a friend who had been raped in the bathroom by a black man. Uh, You know, stories like this. However, He was never able to actually find records of any of these crimes. So, you know, a lot of the violence was a a friend of a friend. I heard someone told me that this happened. Um, and especially if you're thinking about the period of time, if an event like that actually happened, it would have been a huge news story and there probably would have been a lynching. Let's just be real. Okay. So <laughs> similarly, a Chicago Tribune article from October 3rd of 1967 blamed the violence for the park's closure as well. And Schmidt said that crime was one of his motivations for selling the park. But Walcott Uh, went on to say that there's little evidence that there was any increased violence, right? So, You see this thing a lot um, when African-Americans been going in large numbers, you know, historically to things like amusement parks. The parks are increasingly associated with danger and criminality uh, Not that may not actually be happening. So that's a historic, um, you know, thing when it comes to race relations, uh, especially here in Chicago. I mean, in other places as well. So these assumptions about safety after integration led to a trend seen across the country of white flight at amusement parks. Amusement parks such as Riverview used to be an urban centers and as they were easily accepts accessible by public transportation but slowly those urban parks closed or moved to the suburbs far away from trains and buses right public transportation and new parks such as six flags great america bypassed the city in the first place amusement parks um also became more expensive so all of those trends actually tended to once again homogenize the um the uh the word I'm looking for I'm sorry the the clients the people who are actually going to the parks and so so it goes coincidentally in my research for this story, I asked friends if they knew about this park i uh went on social media and I post I said uh, I said, what, you know, does anyone know about Riverview Park? And I think I posted like uh, what amusement parks existed in the city, you know, so on and so forth. Other respondents, many said that their parents often recalled going uh, good times spent at Riverview Park. A lot of people said, oh, my parents used to talk about that all the time, Um, you know, so on and so forth. None of those respondents, as author Victoria Walcott mentioned in her research, offered any recollections of hearing of racism or specifically the African Dipper or its previous name in their offerings. And so finally, after you know a bunch of responses, I said, hey, did any of your parents ever talk about things like dunk the nigger or the African Dipper or racism in a park? And everyone was like, no, my parents never talked about that, you know. So (laughs) I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that in my research. Right. So Riverview Park struck me as a perfect example of the issues that Chicago's had with racism throughout all of his history. Uh, This city has a deep racist history that that period. That's just a statement that is factual. You it, you know, you can read, you can research, find data, all those things to back that up, uh, as well as a talent for whitewashing, pun intended, <laughs> or attempting to forget said racist history. So it's an issue that we still deal with today. And that didn't escape me, not only in the collective remembrances of Riverview Park, but also in the recorded remembrances. Also, as a side note. Oh, and you know what? And just kind of hit on that point one day. This is one of those things where like um, as a black male. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, you know, middle age at this juncture. I will go to places or I'll visit community. So and they are like all white. You know, I'm one of like two black people or sometimes the only black person. And I'll, you know, kind of ask people like, does it strike you as odd that there is? all these white people and there's there's not a lot of um diversity here and they go oh well um you know i never noticed and you know in 2021 a place is not you know doesn't lack diversity because of just chance you know that's that's not happening at this point places that are very homogenous are homogenous for a reason whether it's by um You know circumstances that have been created to make that happen, or by conscious decision to make that happen. I'm a firm believer in that, and I notice it a lot. You know, um, I'm very accustomed to being the only black face in a white place. Um, I I, sometimes I refer to it as the only spot in the milk. Um, (laughs) And you know, it's one of those things that consciously sometimes I think we need to stop and think about. Okay, so as a side note. Um, The last official existing amusement park in the uh, city of Chicago and in the city limits was actually an amusement park called Funtown, um, which existed on the south side of the city. I will be doing a standalone episode about Funtown uh, later in 2021, so be sure to keep an eye out for that. And that is it. <laughs> Remembrances of corn dogs, elephant ears, roller coasters, and racism. Go figure. <laughs> all of all of my favorite things. <laughs> Great American treats. I don't know. Okay. And that... <laughs> I had a lot of caffeine, bear with me here, okay. And that brings us to West Addison Avenue, which today is the location of Lane Tech High School. One of the oldest high schools in the city, having been founded in 1904 and the largest high school in the city with approximately 4,000 students. Uh, And of course, former neighbor to Riverview Park. Um, How weird is how weird it must have been to have to have to take classes right next to an amusement park, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, And coincidentally, Lane Tech was founded as a manual training school for boys and once had a population as high as 7000 students. Uh, So I bet you didn't know that. You just learned something. Thank you off the Bean podcast. Well, you're welcome, kind lady and kind sir. Appreciate it. (laughs) And finally, Coincidentally, the only Riverview Park ride that survives to this day is its very first one, the Carousel. Um, The Carousel that once existed in Riverview Park uh, was restored by Six Flags over Georgia, which is just west of Atlanta, and was listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1995. So if you ever get a chance to go out there, Make sure you check that out. And I'm sure there's some kind of plaque or something. And let everyone know, that used to be in Chicago. (laughs) I found out through Off the Beaten Podcast. Awesome. (laughs) And they'll all cheer with you. Yay! Okay. (laughs) And that is it. Uh, That brings us to the end of this one-mile segment. I actually learned a lot uh, researching this topic. And I'm just, I was super excited. I want to dig into it more. Unfortunately, some of the WBEZ like the old map they had and things like that aren't even on the internet anymore. So like some of the, the links that they had just went to, you know, they were dead. So I'm hoping that I'm able to kind of maybe find some of that old stuff because I just was very intrigued by this uh, topic and the subject. And so I hope to also learn more myself as time goes. All right. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for coming back. Uh, please come back for the next episode. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to right now hit the follow button hit the plus sign there's a check mark on some of them whichever one it just says boom and the next time the next episode comes out you will get it i'm so excited uh we're almost to the end of this journey i've learned so much i hope you have too and i'm so excited to see it to the very end all right thank you so much always a pleasure appreciate you until next time be good do good have a great day peace